0: This is a Squiz Kids podcast. Your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. Hey! Each week, we give the world globe a spin and see where we land. Then we take the kids of Australia on an audio excursion to visit that country and its people. I'm Amanda Bauer, and today on Squiz the World, we're visiting Vietnam, our Asian neighbour to the northwest. If you love noodle soups and spicy sandwiches, you're already a fan of Vietnamese cuisine. But there's so much more to know about this country of 96 million people. So strap yourselves in to the Squiz Kids super fast supersonic jetliner as we take off and take a squiz at Vietnam. Just the facts. If you take a look at a map, I'll pop one in your episode notes, you'll see that Vietnam is shaped a bit like the letter S. The top of the S starts up near China, curves around past Laos and tucks back under Cambodia. Its capital, Hanoi, is in the north. Its biggest city and a former capital is in the south. It used to be called Saigon, but since 1976, its official name is Ho Chi Minh City. That's because there was a long war between North and South Vietnam from 1954 to 1975. The North was communist and the South was capitalist. America and Australia sent many thousands of soldiers to try to help the South, and the war here is known as the Vietnam War. But in Vietnam itself, it's called the American War. Despite all those foreign soldiers coming to help the South, the North won in 1975, at a total cost of more than 3 million lives on all sides. I'll put a link in your episode notes to a video of a kid explaining this history. Many South Vietnamese people escaped when the North took over Saigon and renamed it after their first leader, Ho Chi Minh. A fair number of them came to Australia as refugees. A refugee is a person who is forced to leave their home country and find safety, or refuge, in a new country. We made a quiz Kids shortcut all about refugees, a link to which I will stick in your episode notes. In Australia today, about half a million Aussies were either born in Vietnam or have family who were. Nowadays, the government in Vietnam is still communist. So what does communist mean? Well, it comes from the word community. And in the case of countries, it means a place where individual people do not usually own land or factories or machinery. Instead, the government or the whole community owns these things. It sounds good in theory, but in practice, it doesn't always work so well. In Vietnam, for example, the government controls the state, the military and the media, and it is the only legal political party in the country. That means that when those 96 million people go to vote at elections, they have no choice for whom they vote. Human rights and freedoms in Vietnam are considered very poor. But Vietnam has opened up to tourism and re-established a relationship with the United States, so it is possible to visit and see what's happened there since the war ended. And whenever you travel, it's important to learn a few words in that country's language. It's a great way to show respect. So let's learn the lingo. In Vietnam, the official language is Vietnamese. It used to be written using Chinese characters, but since the 1920s, it's had its own alphabet. It looks like the one we use, but it has 29 letters and five special markings that can go above or below the letters to change the tone of them. For example, the word for chicken is ga, and the word for train station is ga. I think I've got that right. But when I travelled to Vietnam as a journalist, locals got a good laugh out of me when I ordered train station soup. <laughs> Thankfully, Squiz Kid Selena speaks fluent Vietnamese and she's going to help us get the basics right. Take it away, Selena. Hello, my name is Selena. I am 12 years old and I live in Colton. I speak Vietnamese because my mom cannot speak English. Here's how you say hello, how are you in Vietnamese. Xin welcome. And here's how you say thank you. Come on. And this is how you say goodbye. Chào tạm And come on to you too, Selena. Now that we can communicate a little bit, it's time for school. Primary school in Vietnam has gone through a big change over the past two years, and for once, I'm not talking about coronavirus. School in Vietnam used to be very old-fashioned. The teachers gave lectures, the students memorised the information, and then they were tested on it. But the government realised that students needed to practise what they were being taught. So in 2020, teachers were required to teach in a new way, giving primary school kids practical experiences, group projects, and opportunities to learn and build their social skills at school. So a lot like how you probably learn now, Kids in Vietnam have to wear uniforms, which usually consist of a white shirt and black or blue pants. And from years three to year nine, you wear a red scarf around your neck too. And do you know how lots of kids get to school? On the back of a motorbike. Most families in Vietnam don't have a car, but they do have a motorbike. I'll put a link in your episode notes to a video showing you what it's like to zoom around on a Vietnamese street. And if you want to cross the road on foot, do not wait for a break in the traffic. You will grow old on the side of the road. You have to take a deep breath and just start walking. The motorbikes will move around you, but you need a lot of courage. When people visit Australia, there are lots of natural features of our landscape that they want to visit. The Great Barrier Reef, Uluru, the rainforest. In Vietnam, something amazing was discovered in 2009. Believe it or not. So back in 1991, a man called Ho Khan was walking through the forest near the Vietnamese border with Laos, about halfway along that curve in the S. He was looking for agar wood, which is a valuable timber, when he spotted the entrance to a cave. He wanted to explore it, but he was discouraged when he heard rushing water and felt strong winds. A few years later, he was talking to some British cave explorers and he mentioned it. They asked him to help find the entrance and what they found in 2009 rewrote the history books. Son Dung is the biggest cave in the world. It's wide enough in parts to fly a Boeing 747 through. It contains a fast-flowing river, it stretches on for nine kilometres and apparently Some of the cave's chambers are big enough to fit an entire block of New York City skyscrapers. Wow! In a couple of places, the roof of the cave has collapsed. Trees and plants and even wildlife fell into the cave and then they just kept on growing and living. And they've created their own ecosystem with those trees now reaching over 30 metres high. I've put a video into your episode notes showing this incredible cave. Very few people have hiked through the jungle to get to it. Phew, I've learned a ton about Vietnam and now I'm starving. I think it might be. Dinner time. Well, actually, it's breakfast time. The national dish of Vietnam is a noodle soup with beef broth called pho. It's written P H O, and lots of Aussies and other English speakers will call it pho but the O has one of those accents we talked about before. So if you want to sound authentic, say pho. You might be used to eating noodle soup for lunch or dinner, but in Vietnam, pho is the national breakfast. Pho is heavy enough to get people who work in the field through the morning and light enough that it won't weigh them down or make them sleepy. When you travel in Vietnam, you'll see little shop fronts with small plastic stools out the front. That's where you go to get your pho. You sit at a stool and you slurp up the warm broth and noodles. The people who run those shops have been up since 2 a.m. They get their fresh ingredients because most of those shops don't have fridges and they start their broth. The shop opens around 6 a.m. and sells out by around 10 o'clock. The good news is you can sleep in and make it for lunch or dinner instead. I've put a recipe in your episode notes. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one What is the Vietnam War called in Vietnam? That's right, they call it the American War. Question number two. When do most Vietnamese people eat pho? Come on, Amanda, give us a harder one. It's breakfast. And question number three. What do Vietnamese kids add to their uniform in year three? Good listening if you got this one. It's a red scarf. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for staying curious about the world and joining me on this incredible trip to Vietnam. Now get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.